Welcome, welcome, welcome to Say Like You Can't 218. It's your boy Chucky. <laughs> and your boy Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> what it do, what it do. Welcome back to a Halloween version of Say Like a Champ. It's your boy A Dub. And your boy Strizzy. What's up, dog? What's good, fam? So we in the building. We got, you know what I'm saying? We got we had to start it off with our with our costumes. We're getting ready for the holiday spirit. And of course, we're doing this a little bit early so that we can go have fun with the kiddos and make sure that everybody in the neighborhood gets their treats so that we don't get our houses, uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> our houses. <laughs> so no, that's what it is. Um, but Strizzy, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. It's been a real productive day, actually, working-wise. You know, I got a lot of stuff done. A couple of errands I needed to run. got that stuff done, too. So it's, it's been cool. What about you? Uh, same, man. Uh, a productive day, a busy day. Um, I feel like the day is flying by, but I'm glad that we are getting together on this day and we can get this knocked out and then we can go have some, you know what I'm saying, some a little bit of fun later tonight. So definitely, um, so definitely yeah, always, always a good day. Um, when we're keeping it moving the way we are, I want to welcome in um, Pops. He's yep. in the building. He says good afternoon and happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. We appreciate you rocking with us. And we also got um, Kello from Texas. Welcome to the show. We appreciate you being with us. So, mm-hmm. um, so like we said, it is kind of a holiday edition. So we are going to have a little bit of a Slack Express. We definitely have some things that we want to talk about together this week, um, and then we will get out on our on our merry way. So. Um, while we're doing that, though, please keep the comments coming, the engagement, the likes. It really means a lot to us, and it helps the show reach more people. So um, if you guys can do that. We, you know, you always do that, and we always appreciate y'all doing that. Um, also, let us know what your uh, if you're dressing up this year, what you're being for Halloween, or maybe what your favorite Halloween costume was through the years. If you if you don't do the dress up no more, I would love to uh, to hear about it. So or or some of the like the cooler costumes that you've seen. Like I've been, I've been seeing some pretty. Uh, uh, thoughtful or you know, thoughtful uh, um, Halloween costume this year. Like I saw one dressed up as the uh, like a meme from um, uh, from like Instagram. I oh, that's what's up. It, it was pretty dope. I've seen some pretty cool ones that I would have never thought about. So uh, I love it when they get you know get creative. Absolutely, I'm, I'm the same way. Um, I think it's so funny when uh, you know when there's like creative costumes, when there's good costumes. Uh, we did a little trunk or treat um, for the community. This weekend, and this little boy was the corn man, the paleta man, and he had the he had the like the cart and everything. It lit up, and then he opened up the box to for you to put the candy in. So that was super dope. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's the same. Like if you guys have seen any uh, creative ones, uh, share it with us. Let us know. Um, but until then, we're gonna go ahead and keep this thing moving. Um, let's go ahead and get into our first topic of the night. What's up next? Oh, let's check it out, man, real quick. Now tuned to NFL Talk. Let's get it. All right. And, of course, I didn't share the screen yet. My bad, y'all. <laughs> Let me fire up the graphics so we can see that Halloween thumbnail. And um, let's get into it. NFL Talk, uh, we're going to go straight to the scoreboard and kind of talk, as we always do, our big surprises of the weekend. You know, what games stood out the most to us, what score lines were the most intriguing and let's start off right off the bat with Strizzy, your Panthers, man. You you called your shot. You said yeah. this was the weekend. Um, you know, Bryce Young did his thing. What was your thoughts on the, the Panthers win? Um, you know, just glad to finally not, you know, to have at least a win on there, you know, and not going into the to the week, you know, 0-7. You know what I mean? But still a ton to build on, right? Like it's still 15-13. The Texans are – they have a, a great defensive-minded head coach. So even though the score is really low, 
you, you look at it like it, it could have been worse. You know what I mean? The, the Texans are a lot better than they've been in recent years. Uh, so definitely just glad to get the dub. Uh, but still, uh, yeah, like I said, a lot to, to, to build on. Uh, I'm glad that we, um, we looked a little bit better on offense. Bryce Young had no turnovers. I thought it was a positive. Um, and hopefully it continues, man. Uh, I, I know Coach Reich said that it, the game, he was able to manage the game a little bit more without having to worry about the offensive play calling, which we've been everyone's been trying to tell him that since for you know since like week three, you know what I'm saying? Like right. hand it over. Uh, but yeah, I just I don't know for some reason I felt like if they were gonna get a win anytime soon, like this this was it. You know what I mean? This is definitely it. Yeah. No, I feel you. I'm I'm definitely glad. Y'all can avoid that Cleveland Browns territory, you know what I'm saying? That 0-17. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I guess there's never been a team to go 0-17. Right? Yeah, that's true. So yeah. now that this schedule is expanded, I don't know if there's going to be a first team to do that, but I'm glad y'all are out of that mix. You know what I'm saying? No threat there. Um, and I, I agree, like, with Rick uh, bringing, coming back right off the play calling, I think that that helps him be more of a game, like manage the game situations when there are close games and he needs to be paying attention. Exactly. Instead of worrying about the next play calls and his play calls weren't working out that great. It's not like they had a prolific, prolific offense. Right. And then it's like, oh, and then he missed a couple of things. Like, no, it's like it wasn't working anyway. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, no, that's what's up. I definitely was glad for that one. Um, you know what I'm saying? The Cowboys did their thing again. Yeah, they, they, they came through after their bye week for sure. Yeah, they were ready, um, and I like that. Uh, the second win in a row against um, L.A. teams. Uh, sorry, moms. You know, the Rams is her team, but we had to take them out. But it really goes to show, I think, again, like when the Cowboys play all three phases well, complimentary, when they get a lead and when they can let that defense go, uh, it's a totally different ball game, you know. But if yeah. they're down seven, multi- if they're down multiple scores, uh, you know, it's just it's just a, it's a whole different it's a whole different game. So mm-hmm. that was cool to see. Man, I feel like when the defensive line is getting pressure, man, and, and they're getting to the quarterback – it it just makes everything easier. It, it you know it's like you could almost say like the only real weakness of the defense might be the DBs. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah. like if if the defensive lines get to the quarterback, then they're able to shine. You know what I mean? And defense came through. Special teams definitely came through. Like you said, when they can get good leads, that they don't have to worry so much on offense. Right? Dak doesn't have to feel like he's got to play hero ball. Like everything just flows, man. And it, it showed because I feel like the uh, the Rams are. They're not the Super Bowl team that they were a couple years ago, but they're they definitely better than they were last year, and y'all smacked them. So uh, yeah. I think that was a really, really good win, especially coming off the bye week. I agree, and that builds in nicely to the matchup against the Eagles next weekend, Sunday afternoon. That's going to be a very big game, uh, Cowboys-Eagles. So looking forward to that one for sure. Um, let's see. The Battle of New York was lackluster. The Giants had a lead till late, but they kind of blew it at the end. Uh, the Jets came back and got that dub. Um, the Titans came through for me, man. I don't know why they had a bad record, but they were playing good football, kind of. Um, was- but it's interesting, man. Will Levis, he was doing his thing, and it's it's like the coach Brable didn't doesn't even like him, doesn't even want to see him succeed. He's been playing only with the practice squad up until this week. He starts with the starters, and they get a victory. So you know, maybe four touchdowns, dog. Three of them to hop. Like that's. That's big time. Like you gotta ride the you gotta ride the hot hand. Exactly. Yeah. I'm like, if he doesn't get the start the rest of the year, basically, like I don't know, but I still feel like they're gonna be talking about Tannehill in a week or two. <laughs> oh, he's feeling better. Um, mm-hmm. but I just feel like you got the future there, potentially, yeah. or at least a glimpse at it. Like, let's yep. go for it, you know. You've drafted two 
quarterbacks in the last two years. Like, obviously, Tannehill's not who you're thinking is your future, dog. Like, right. You might as well go and go with the kid. Like, he had a crazy game. He made DeAndre Hopkins look relevant again. You know what I'm saying? So, keep it going. Keep it going. Yeah, for sure. Um, the Saints, man, after I was talking a lot of mess about them, they got a really good offensive performance against the Colts. Right. Um, those are two kind of middle of the pack teams, but I, I just feel like that was a good matchup. But the Saints really did their thing. Maybe mm-hmm. they'll be able to build on that a little bit. Um, Bengals. Um, yeah. mentioned them. He said the Panthers came through. He also said Burrow is a beast and Bengals are dangerous. Yeah. That's for sure, man. It looks like when they came back from that bye week, that bye week did him wonders, uh, Burrow wonders, because he had no mobility issues. He was yeah. sacked multiple times, but he did not slow down. He still was moving in the pocket. And when he could do that and when he can connect with Chase, like they, they can put up points in a hurry. Yeah, it's really funny, man. It's like it's kind of funny. I'm glad we're talking about this game because I want to talk about both teams. Like Bengals always start out slow in, in Joe Burrow's era so far. Like they, they always lose the first two games of the year. I mean, they're one in seven, you know what I'm saying? The last like four years, you know what I'm saying? And uh in the first eight games or whatever. So not first eight games, but the first two games for the last four years, right? And then they all of a sudden they turn things around and they look like one of the best teams in the league. So you know, what I mean, it's it's one of them things where it's like we all kind of, I think we all picked the Bengals to win this game. I don't think any of us picked the 49ers to, to win this game. I think we all knew that they were going to drop, you know, drop their their uh, their third game in this one. But, uh, you know, kind of the same thing, too, with the 49ers is I'm also not, like, too concerned about them either because, you know, they'll figure it out. They'll fix it. They got a great coach. They got to get the defense back right. Defense has given up a lot of points these last couple weeks. Yeah. Um, and uh, and I, I think, too, with, with you know, the uh, – with um, with Brock Purdy, he just got to stop. He got all that noise he's been hearing. He's the next, you know, next this, next that. But he got to drown that out. Like, stop stop trying to be the next Tom Brady. Stop listening to these dudes on, on TV and, and just continue doing what, what got you here, right? In his first right. 20 games, kids like 16 and four, right? Like, don't worry about it. Got a bye week, get right. And I, I, 49 hours is going to be just fine. I still have them taking the NFC West. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, they're in a division right now where they can afford a little bit of leeway, right? But definitely feeling different than they were after that beatdown against the Cowboys and they were really smelling themselves. Yeah. Lost three straight since then. So they definitely need to get back right. But I agree with Purdy. It's like hopefully they can drop some of that extra stuff, right? Because every time you see him, every broadcast, it's like, look, this guy is flawless. He came out of nowhere, Mr. Irrelevant. Like, eventually, you can't have that be your whole career. Like, just let it go. Yep. Go out there and play your game and stop trying to worry about this whole, you know, X amount of touchdowns. Or, I mean, X, you know, your your record in the regular season. Like, just let that go and play football because nobody's perfect and you're yep. going to get your lumps. Exactly. Um, you know, just just take them like every other pro and, and yep. move on and learn from them. So I hope he does build and just Damn. get back to doing what you're doing. Keep it simple and just play your game. You know, that was the, you said it, you said it like perfectly right there. Learn from them, right? Like nobody's perfect. Like you're going to like, and I think this is like, like this is like the best thing that could happen to him, right? Like these last two weeks, like he hasn't had any games this bad. Like he, he actually has kind of been perfect, right? Very mm-hmm. minimal turnovers, two to three touchdowns a game. Like he's played almost flawlessly. And I feel like these last two weeks have been kind of eye opening and hopefully like, you know, eye awakening um, for him to just be like, you know what? Like, all right, let me drop these shoulders a little bit. Like, Right. I, I, I hopefully, he, hopefully he feels like he doesn't have to continue playing. I mean, yeah, you want to play at a high level. I don't want to say don't play, have to play at that level, but 
but like, at that perfect level, at exactly. that like, flawless level, like it exactly, doesn't man. Like get in there, talk to your coaches, talk to your quarterback coach, and uh, with with the with the more time off, maybe you get Trent Williams back at full health, and hopefully you get Debo Samuel back soon, and they'll be able to roll. I think I think you mentioned this, but Christian McCaffrey talked about when he got to to the 49ers last year, they were three or four. They had a losing record. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then they went on to win nine straight. So they're going to be fine. You know what I mean? They're going to be perfectly fine. But I'm actually glad to see them drop this many games in a row because hopefully it humbles them a little bit and brings them back down to earth a little bit because you're right. I think after that Cowboys game, they were feeling themselves just a little too much. They were like, we got this. It's too yeah. easy. And it's like the NFL is not easy, you know? Wow. I think we keep seeing reminders of that. And this week's biggest reminder of that was the Chiefs going down <laughs> to the Broncos 24 Exactly. Nine you know? points. Nine points. That's that's crazy. They got held down like that. And, you know, like we talked about, though, the NFL is hard week to week. you got to show up. You know, you yeah. can't take anything for granted. Yeah. So um, we'll see how this progresses. But I think this is one of those better years where everything is very even. I, I love it, you know. Week Same. to week, you never know what's going to happen. So um, It's funny because, you know, it's funny. I, uh, I love um, – I'm, I'm kind of mad Ant's not here because you know he got a. We need him here to protect his Chiefs a little bit, but right, we you, know, need I've, I've been, you know I've been talking about them, you know their offense for a while, and I feel like you know yeah they're they're you know top six, top seven in offense right now, but I feel like a big part of that is because you know one Andy Reid's Andy Reid, and then you also have the best quarterback in possibly the history of, of the league, right, in the NFL, and Patrick Mahomes. But I've just always felt like this offense without him would not be this good. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's almost it's almost kind of a tricky in, in a way right and right. i feel like it's hard to gauge his impact yeah and i feel like this finally kind of showed it's like if patrick mahomes doesn't have a patrick mahomes type game this is what the kansas city chiefs look like they look more average yeah like yeah so he doesn't he doesn't have those which is which is also why i was a little bit surprised i actually really expected them to kind of go after somebody like deandre hopkins or, or try, try to get somebody to kind of help uh, patrick mahomes out because his receivers are just not very good right now. Right, like Kelsey is his only receiver, and he's not a receiver. So exactly, exactly, yeah. Mahomes, Mahomes, he's a real number one receiver, and you know, you, you never want same thing with like uh, I'm actually Lamar, Lamar, them playing really well too. He's got Zay Flowers finally, but you know, you never want your number one receiver to be your tight end. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like you just don't want it to be that. So they'll figure it out. Another team I'm definitely not worried about. You know, what I mean, in the long run, but I was I was actually surprised to see them not. Pick not up make a deal. Yeah, a top guy. That's what I thought they would have gone after somebody, most definitely. I feel you. And uh thank you, Mario, for the comment. We appreciate you. I think it might be a first time commenter. So welcome yeah. to the show, Mario. We appreciate your contributions and definitely agree. He needs a real number one receiver that could do wonders for, for him, just make his life that much easier. Um, they didn't get anybody at the trade deadline, but that's a good segue into the trade deadline and just kind yeah. of our injury and news updates. Um, we want to start with Kirk Cousins, you know, going down with the torn ACL right when he was starting to figure things out this year and really peak and have one of his better years. I mean, he's been putting up stats all year. Right. But they started off slow with the, yeah. with the first three with the first three games. Now they're kind of coming along and they have a great chance at their division. Um, but, you know, losing Kirk Cousins is, is big. So he's going down. Um, they did make a move that we'll talk about. The other big move is the 49ers getting Chase Young. Um, I did see that Unc, um, Unc mentioned that one. You know, the 49ers, a couple years ago, they started to do this, right, where they were like, um, you know, hey, like they started to kind of um, go for that defensive line, right? And they had like all like top 10 draft picks on their defensive line. They're trying to get yeah. back like that and get that pass rush to really help with uh, the 49ers defense who has been struggling. So we'll see how that plays out. And a couple other ones that we've already mentioned in the comments here, Dobbs, man, uh, the Cardinals – 
you know, Murray's getting healthy. He's pretty much healthy. Um, the Cardinals really did use, not abuse, but they used Dobbs, right? They signed yeah. him right before the beginning of the year. He's competitive. He plays well for them. He's like that stopgap. And then as soon as they don't need him, right, you know, right out the door. But I think that the display that he was able to do for the Cardinals helped him too. And I do think that he's going to get a chance to play for the Vikings. And I and I do hope he plays well, like Pop said. So definitely, I, I agree too. Like, I, it, it kind of sucks. Like, it feels like they kind of did him dirty. It's like you almost give him a shot because you know he probably wasn't going to really play with the Browns because you know Deshaun Watson didn't start the year hurt. You know what I mean? Um, and then he actually played well with them. The Cardinals have actually been extremely competitive. You know what I mean? The, the wide receivers have been actually getting the ball. You know what I mean? They're not just you know a ground game only. And then you know, like you said, they kind of used him, abused him, and then threw him off to the side a little bit. I was actually kind of hoping that uh, Jameis Winston was going to get the, uh, the the trade to the Vikings, but I guess they uh, couldn't get the job done. So um, here we are. So I, I hope he does really well too. Yeah. No, absolutely. And yeah, we will see if Murray comes back soon, healthy uh, to contribute for the Cardinals. I think he'll be back. Probably not this week, but maybe maybe after this week. So yeah. Um. All right. That's what's up. Want to welcome moms to the show. Welcome, mom. Uh, thank you for joining us. And. Um, I do want to welcome too. We got one more member to the panel to add right quick. Um, let's see if he's ready. We got our brother Matt Marcus. What's good, Marcus? Hello, dog. What's, what's going on, fellas? Sorry, man. I'm late, man. It's been oh, you good, know, it's Halloween. So you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah no, I know. Hey, y'all good? Everything good on your side? Everything is good over here, man. Yeah, we're just knocking this thing out early so we can go have some time with the kiddos and the trick-or-treaters tonight. Uh, for sure. So um, oh, everything is lovely over here, um, and we appreciate you rocking with us. Um, any comments on the Dobbs trade? Did you see that that trade today? What did you think about that? Because you're kind of a Cardinals insider, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're close to it, closest thing we've got to it. I know, right? Uh -huh. I was surprised by it um, because I, I, I guess they did it also because I guess uh, I heard that uh, Collar is ready. It depends if he's on play season because they weren't doing so well, but I think now that he might have to come on in, but I, I was surprised to die. I thought he was, he was going to finish the season with them, but I guess the injury, they, the Vikings, they have a chance to, to get in the playoffs, so they're going to go for him. They have a good team. They just need a quarterback to do a little something. So I, I was very surprised by it, but it is what it is. So I think Kyler might play this year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And Unk asked that too. Yeah, is Kyler back? So he said he was ready, um, but I don't think he's going to be active this weekend, but I do think he is going to play – and we're thinking, you know, he's probably trying to get out there so that they, he can cool down this Caleb Williams talk and he can show that maybe, you know, he can he can stay with the Cardinals if he plays well the, the, the second half of the season. So um, mm -hmm. we'll see. We'll see how that goes. A um, couple other comments here. So it looks like Mario was re recruited by Unk. That's what's up. Uh, appreciate that, Unk. Unk says Mario is a delusional Cowboys fans. Well, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of us out there. You can't fault him, man. He's doing his best. So appreciate you, Mario. And welcome. Always glad to have another Cowboys fan, uh, you know what I'm saying, with the show. So that's what's up. Um, Pops mentions about the Kansas City shows Mahomes' greatness, and the critics are clearly wrong that Kelsey is the real reason for Mahomes' success. Silliness. Yeah, most definitely. I think yeah. he's the biggest contributor right now because he's his most reliable receiver, but for sure. definitely not the reason why. Um, yeah, I, I, I won't knock how great Kelsey is as a, as a tight end, but to say – He's the reason for Mahomes' success is crazy. He's not even he's not even consistent enough for me to say that's the reason why Mahomes is successful. That's that's crazy. Yeah. We all thought Tariq Hill was I and mean, we see when he left what happened. They won the ball. So yeah. you know that ain't true either. 
I think I think he's more like a Tom Brady. Tom Brady never had a Hall of Fame receiver. I don't call Randy Moss as the receiver for him because he's on there for two years. Yeah. He never had a Hall of Fame receiver, so look what he did. So yeah. I don't think Mahomes need a, a receiver to make him who he is. I think whoever's around me is going to make good. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. No, that's yeah. a great point. And I'm kind of with you on that. Like, Randy Moss definitely was his best receiver, but not like they grew together. It's not like they built together. He came yeah. there ready-made. They balled out for a couple of years, you know, so a little bit little bit different situation there for did, sure. Did West Worker make the Hall of Fame? No. no. Yes, yeah, um, so I saw one. I think it would be close to it, but I don't. I, don't, I could be wrong. He never. He, he didn't have a Hall of Fame receiver, did he? No, no, he yeah. didn't. I mean, not like who was the early guys like Branch or whatever. Like nobody. Yeah, yeah nobody like there with him. Trump I guess Gronk. Really Gronk, he'll make the Hall yeah, of Fame. Yeah, Gronk will make it, but that's, that's tight end again. So yeah, because yeah. so, Edelman's not gonna make it either. No. He only had like tight ends and running backs out the backfield. That's that was pretty much it. But he never he never even had a Hall of Fame running back. He yeah, Corey true. Dillon, but Dillon not gonna make it. Like I say he wasn't. He's a bingo. So I was just about to say Corey Dillon was his closest thing, and that was like a few year rental too. So yeah, for real. He, he made a lot out of what he what he had around him for sure. Yep. All right, that's what's up. Though we're gonna keep this thing moving because we are gonna uh, crash out of here pretty quickly. But a couple more things to touch on. We definitely want to welcome you all back on Thursday for Secure the Bag. We make our picks, NFL picks, every week live. And this week, we got to celebrate Unk, who, a.k.a. Primetime, who won this week. 13-3 up there, so we got to pick it with him. And uh, I'm pretty sure that's why he was asking about it so early. But congratulations. (laughs) We got a Super Bowl square coming your way. Great job. Great bounce back for everybody, though. What was his three? What was his three losses? I think it was. Let me double check real quick. I can. I can it had to be the Chiefs. It had to be the Chiefs. It had right. to be the Forty Niners. It was one more team that lost. That was that shouldn't have lost this week. Hmm. Let me go was back to the Giants real quick. And we can see. What do you guys think, real quick, while I pull this up? I'm trying to think. So we knew. I know it was the Chiefs. Chiefs had to be one. Yeah. The Forty Niners had to be one too. And Tennessee, Atlanta. Oh, okay. Oh, oh no, it was the Chiefs and it was the Carolina Houston. Oh, that could have been one too. Yeah, I, yeah, that yeah, could have been Houston. That's what yeah. it was. That's what it was. All right, so that's that's what's up. Great job there. He did call the Cincinnati too. So that's what's up. Great that job. That was home. crazy. I, I wouldn't have picked that one. That's wow. I know. 49ers dropped three in a row, but it's because they were they were high on the hog, man. They thought they had it all figured out. So that's what happens when you beat the okay. Cowboys. Somebody else gonna beat you. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, that's what's up. And Pops oh, yeah. agrees with Marcus. We got to call this out. Mahomes can throw the ball to anyone that gets open. And um, but yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, I think that's the problem. He can throw it to anyone who can get open, but his receivers have a hard time getting open. That's the problem. Yeah. I had one quick question. If y'all know it, I'll be leave it alone. Is a is a trade over right now? Yeah, the trade deadline is over over now officially, so no more trades coming in. So we ain't getting digged then, huh? Yeah, I was like, man, you know, I was hoping that Jerry Jones would pull the trigger on that. That would have been. Do we? Do we? Do we do anybody? No, nobody. No, no trades for um, no trades for the Cowboys. So that would have been a game changer. Yeah, they would have. I do think the Cowboys do need a little bit extra running back help the rest of this year or figure something out because you can't so rely on the pass first. And we can't just use Tony Pollard as a hammer. So we got to figure that out. Yeah. Um, but all right, let's keep this thing moving real quick. 
Uh, definitely want to give a World Series update. We got the Rangers at the Diamondbacks. They're actually playing again tonight on Halloween, so that should be a very festive situation. But we got the Texas Rangers stealing game one, really, because they came back in the bottom of the ninth to score two to tie and then Terrible. won it in the tenth. So that was a big chance for Arizona to Terrible. go up. No. Um, the Diamondbacks bounced back with a big win in game two, 9-1. And then last night, uh, the Rangers – making it 2-1 with behind Corey Seager's big uh, two-run home run. So um, how you this, feel the rest of the series, though, Marcus? You think that's pretty much it for the Diamondbacks? Or? They have to win tonight. They lose tonight, the series over. You know, it's going to be hard to come back. It's, it's, it's not 2-3-2, two, two, is it? Is it still 3-2? Yeah, it's 2-3-2, two, two, so they got the next two. Wow. Okay. They need to change that. Yeah, um, well, I still think they got to win tonight. I think they got to win tonight because you, you, you're going to be going back. If you win the – your last game home, you gotta go back to Texas. So, yeah, I just feel I I, I think they should have won that game one, man. You have to win game one to to to, to you know, but that's that's a, I think that's gonna kind of hurt them a little bit not winning that game one, especially when you you should have won it. Yeah, but they have to win. They have game. to win tonight. You have to win tonight, but you can't count them out. They've been doing this all year. They wait till game seven to 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 light it up. So true, we'll true. They are very very scrappy. And um, it's been cool, though, to see the city kind of rally behind them. You know, I know there's a lot of bandwagon fans, but it, it is what it is. And and one thing I think has been cool, though, is seeing people bring up a lot of memories of 2001, right, when they were at the World Series before. So a lot of people trying to flex, you know, that they've been a Diamondbacks fan for a while, but they still went away in the middle. You can't lie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They went away for a little while, but they're back, and that's cool. And hopefully they can they can build on that. Um, Pop says go Rangers go. Unk says Diamondbacks <laughs> will win tonight. So – uh, we will see how that progresses, but I think before episode 219, before next Tuesday, we'll have a World Series winner. So um, we'll see who we're coming back to celebrate. Um, how do you, how do you, how do y'all feel about the, the the quick games though? They like they don't get a break. They I don't like it. Me neither. I yeah. think, you know, best. To me, yeah, I'm like fast, you know I, I get it because with the NBA, it's like you get that every other night, so they get more rest. But it at least makes it feel better. And in between games, it's like oh, they really got to answer back. Like there's a little bit more yeah. strategy, right? Yeah. It's like you but maybe for them they like it though. Maybe like they like the rhythm, I guess. But I don't I to me, I'm looking at like damn man, y'all y'all play a lot of games throughout the season already. And then that world series, y'all get no break in the world series. I gotta keep going like that. It's like damn. I don't know. It is weird though, because normally, right, they try to end the world series before October ends or right around this time, right? So, you know, if it was like a cold weather city, they might be dealing with snow and different things like that, or the cold weather. Yeah. But for these two teams, it don't really matter. I'm like, give us a little bit extra in the, in the, you know what I'm saying, in the in the schedule. We need that time in between. Right. Um, all right, so we're going to take a few more minutes and just talk real quick about the NBA news that came last night, late last night, early this morning. James Harden finally getting his wish, right? Harden has an impeccable track, track record. When he's done with a team and he wants to trade, his attitude can get him out of town, it, you know, eventually. So he got what he wanted. He's going to the Clippers. He's going to be joined by P.J. Tucker, which is his buddy, right? They, this is their third team now that they're going to be <laughs> road dog on together. And then uh, the Sixers got some picks, some first-round picks and some pick swaps and also a couple players in return. I just want to get y'all's opinion uh, real quick, just what y'all think about the, the Harden trade. Did, was there winners or was this just inevitable? Did it have to happen? What, what, what are y'all thoughts? Oh, the Clippers won big time. And it got nothing to do with James Harden. So, so like Clippers won big time, got nothing to do with James Harden, right? So honestly, like you, you get a hold of James Harden and uh he's a big trading piece, right? They can they can deal with him. If he does well, they can keep him. If he doesn't do well, doesn't like it, they can trade him off next year, right? But I think the biggest thing is like they got to keep uh Terrence Mann 
and they got to keep uh, Powell. So, like, you get to keep two of your best players coming off the bench, right? And then you get James Harden, too, um, in, in return for it. And I just feel like Philly was basically just like, you know what, just get rid of him. Don't really care too much what we get back for him, but we need to get him out of here because he's, he's a distraction to the team, right? But uh, I, I, but aside from them being able to keep uh, the Clippers being able to keep some uh, really good players for their for their bench, I really feel like nobody really won this trade. Yeah, I feel you, Marcus. What what do you think? I think Clippers won this trade. I think I think uh, Sixers got worse. I think because um, <laughs> I think those three players who they got was they're not gonna make them better. You know, they, they're not a number one or number two option. So True. I think you got you got garbage. But I think if you if the Clippers stay healthy, I think James Harden. I think he. I think it's gonna be the first time that he plays with. Uh, a, a team that he don't have to be the number one guy. Like he on the tribute. I think I think he knows he's not his team. I they say he's a fourth option. I, I put him at three. I think he'll be a third option. I think Russell will be at the four. But I think not having that pressure on him, we'll see how he how he plays. I think when he was at the Brooklyn, I think he had a little pressure on him to come in and play well because how he got out of Houston. So I thought he had to come out with it. But I think this is the first time that he can kind of just come and come ball and see what happens. But if they get hurt, then the pressure's on him to to, to deliver. So yeah. they say he's healthy. I think I think he he'll play well and they'll 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 they'll, they'll do a little something. I put him in number three in the in the West now. I still think Denver and I still think the Suns are better than them. Yeah. But I think they if they stay healthy. They can kind of give him a run for their money. But I still think they won't win a championship. But we'll, we'll see how it goes. Right. Yeah, I I feel you. I still don't know if it's enough to get the Clippers over the top. But we'll see, right? Because a happy like honeymoon Harden is like a better player than 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 the normal Harden, right? So if he stays happy and he's good, um, <laughs> then, you know, maybe that'll work. But it's almost would have been better if this was like right at the trade deadline or after the all-star break. So you just could have like those last three months of the season. You know what I'm saying? He might get tired of, of being in of being the Clipper by the end of the season. Right. But we'll <laughs> see. Um, but no, I, I do agree that the Clippers kept a lot of their pieces. They got P.J. Tucker. They're going to have like a lot more options. Right. Because now they have more like a top six that they can yeah. really use. Like, mm-hmm. So I think that that'll be pretty good for them. I kind of think that the Sixers lost this trade, except for, right, I don't know if addition by subtraction works, but I think that Maxi will now have room to grow, right? And that's where yeah. he was, like, on track to do before Harden came there. So maybe that will help. And then Pops does bring up a, a point. He says we get more picks than he is worth, and all players are on expiring contracts. I think that's the best thing about those veterans that they did get because yeah. it's, like, the long term after this year, you know what I'm saying, it just gives you way more flexibility, and I could see them next offseason, like, going and getting, like, trying to go get a big star again, right, to yeah. kind of put together again. But it's it's almost like a, a, a lateral step for them. Yeah. I'll go, Marcus. No, no, go ahead. Go, go, go ahead. I was going to say, like, real quick, like, between the three players that, that Philly got, I really don't see any of them really getting any real time anyway. You know what I mean? Marcus Morris might get some time because, of you know, he can defend bigger guys and he kind of takes over the P.J. role. But – I don't really see the other two really getting any playing time. Yeah. And I got to ask Pops, was Covington there before, right? He came – this is his time back back to the Sixers, no? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he came right. back. yeah. But I was going to say – I was going to say I like Maxi, and I could be wrong about this. I'll come back on the show and say I was wrong about it. But I don't I don't feel that Maxi can be a number two guy. I think he's a great number three guy. So, I think that's why I said they, they lost the thing because on B, now he got to put everything on his shoulders. Now, I don't think Maxi going to – Gonna be a number two guy, so yeah. Six is good. Six is gonna be maybe an AC now, so oh. I, think 
don't think they get that much better. Yeah. You know, yeah, and it's, it's, said that too. Like, I, I feel like with Maxi, as long as they don't ask him to be the number two guy, right? I feel like as long as they just kind of let him play the way he plays, where he doesn't feel like that, uh, he doesn't feel like that kind of falls onto his shoulders. He can kind of just kind of score and do, do what he does. But I think you're right, though. I think like if they start asking him to kind of be James Harden, right? I think you'll see him kind of fall off a little bit. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I definitely think at least at the very least they can figure out what his ceiling is or what closer to his potential really oh, is. Agreed. Um and then the other question then too now is like is Embiid going to be cool, you know, or is he going to end up being unhappy in a few months or what? Like we'll see, but maybe he likes the attention, you know, so you know, maybe that'll be all right, but I guess it just depends on how they play going forward. Um But yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, the Clippers Lakers play tomorrow, but I doubt James Harden is going to be ready to play. But that would be kind of cool if they unveiled that lineup. You know what I'm saying? He might be like he might, you know, he might just take the fast suit off. Like you know what I'm saying? He might just unzip it right away. <laughs> he might have been a game all along. Like what yeah, happened? Been ready. Yeah, he's like I've been ready. I just didn't want to play for y'all. So, so we'll see. But um, you know, our crystal ball. We did our crystal ball last week, and, and we hit on one already. You know, Harden being traded. Oh, we didn't think it would happen this early, but yeah. uh, you know, we, we, we got one on our crystal ball. So we'll see, we'll see what else uh happens on there. Um, I think we're gonna just leave it right there for today, though. We touched on our big topics, um, you know, and 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 and, and like we had talked about just kind of this being a little bit of an express so we can go out and, and continue our days, but um definitely uh more things to talk about upcoming Michigan, you know, the whole Michigan scandal. Now they're saying like TCU knew that they had stolen their signs and they used dummy signs to kind of trick them in that playoff game. Um, it's getting crazy the more that that unravels, but uh, we'll talk a little bit about more about that in the future. Also Thursday, we'll be back to make our money line picks for week nine of the NFL. Um, but yeah, all in all, uh, good stuff going on. Um, I was just trying to think if there was anything else we had said we were going to touch on real quick. Um, but I think that's pretty much it. Marcus, you worried about the 49ers getting Chase Young, or what did you think about that trade? Uh, no, I'm not worried about it. I don't think I don't think he's the same guy with the injury. I think he's gonna be decent. You know, of course you're gonna be better on a good team. So I think he'll he he can't get double like he was getting double. I think I think the D line from Washington was a decent D line D line too, and he didn't do too much. But I don't think I think I don't think he's he gonna be the guy we thought he's gonna be. So yeah, I, I wasn't tripping on that. So for sure. Um Oh, I did forget one other thing, and we, we'll we'll talk about this next time. But the college football playoff official rankings come out tonight. We'll see where everybody lands. And then the other thing I was going to talk about that this is messed up, but when Colorado played UCLA this weekend, uh, yeah. I don't know call, man, the locker room got robbed. And I just think, like, honestly, it's a locker room. It's supposed to be on lockdown. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah. still supposed to be safe there, right? Yep. So I just want to, you know, say that shouldn't yeah, happen. Yeah, like, that's fishy, man. That's fishy stuff, man. I mean, yep. and I get it. Like, people were coming out being like, oh, it's L.A. And they were talking about, oh, those guys shouldn't be flaunting their wealth and they show up iced up to the games. No. You know what I'm saying? Those are kids and they're doing their thing. And with NIL, there's a lot of college football players being iced up, right? So, like. Yep. How did they get in there? Exactly. Exactly. How did they get, How you got in how you got out? You should, if yeah. you got in, okay, they, we caught you in here. But how did you get in there and you got out? That's crazy. Yeah, it's like I get LA is more active, right? But this ain't a convenience store. You know what I'm saying? This ain't, yeah. the, this ain't the corner store. For Your real. stuff should be safe in there. I feel like UCLA has got to take the rap for that. They got to do something about yep. it. 
So um, we'll see what comes out about that. But I just feel like I just wanted to say like that because I, I have seen people being like blaming them as victims, like, oh, they shouldn't flaunt their wealth and this is what they do and they shouldn't be doing that. They should have known better, leave their stuff at home. No, man, you're coming to a locker room to play a game. That should be the last thing on your mind when you're like, okay, I'm getting ready to go on the field. Your stuff should be cool yeah. there. You know, you shouldn't have to leave security guards behind in the locker room and stuff like that. Yeah. So, um, I just want to say it, hurt, it hurts even more when you lose a game, and then you got Jack too. That's like, God dang, you know, oh, I know, right? Twice. Like, dang. So, um, but yeah, but I did want to, I did want to touch on that one. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. Hopefully, we get some more resolution. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no cameras. There's nothing. Like, come on now. Yeah. So, yeah. Coach we'll Prone is it. actually asking for reimbursement for the for the for the uh, for his kids. So hopefully, it happens because it should. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So. Um, and mom's asked if the college football playing rankings, they, they come out tonight. So we'll see, uh, what the, how those fall. Um, but yeah, but, I'll, um, we'll leave it right there again. I want to say happy Halloween. Everybody stay safe. You know what I'm saying? All treats, no tricks tonight. And, um, we'll be back on Thursday to do our picks and we'll be back next week for the big show as well. Appreciate y'all's loyalty. You're rocking with us, Mario. Welcome to the crew. Yes, um, and, uh, and we will see y'all soon. But, uh, on that note, it's your boy, A-Dub. And what's your trick or treat, man? Let's go. Peace yeah. out. Be safe. Be safe. Thanks for listening to Say Like a Champ. Engage with us on Instagram. Share your thoughts, and you might just be featured on the show. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you pod so you don't miss next week's episode of Say Like a Champ.